When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, happy Friday, everyone. It's the second hour of Lori and Julia here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment rolling right along. Want to remind you of something fun that's happening tomorrow at Lake Nokomis in Minneapolis. It's the High V Pinky Swear Kids Triathlon. It's a non time, non competitive race for kids of all abilities, ages 6 through 18. And it's a Pinky Swear Foundation fundraising event. So you want to go? Go to our website, mytalk1071.com. Keyword Pinky Swear. Learn more. By the way, I'm Holly. Donnie's gone. That's Paul McGuire Grimes over there. Julia's out, and Lori is in the captain's chair. Take us away. I was, you know how they do the little morning pop star wrap-ups and all the morning yeah. shows, and the Today Show had a thing on. I didn't even know that we were, were getting this. I, Patrick Swayze. I am Patrick Swayze. Yes, this fans. is going to be great. Yeah, so it is called I Am Patrick Swayze. The trailer came out today. It will make you uh, possibly smile and cry. And in addition to interviews with Patrick, some of the people we're going to hear reminiscing in this clip, Demi Moore, of course, who co-starred with him in Ghost, Jennifer Gray, Dirty Dancing, and then Rob Lowe. He was in The Outsiders, Outsiders with yes. C. Thomas Howell. And then he was in Roadhouse with Sam Elliott and Kelly Lynch. So these are the people that we will hear speaking. Next up, Patrick Swayze, the beloved actor known for Ghost, Point Break, and of course, Dirty Dancing, is the subject of an upcoming documentary. His friends and co-stars reflecting on his charm, talent, and lasting impact. I mean, you're only on this planet for so long. Go for it now. Patrick had something about him that was very rugged. But they also had that beautiful, gentle, sensuous ability to move. Patrick performed like he had something to prove. He was a gymnast, a world-class cowboy, a ballet dancer. Really? I was just looking for any way to make a mark. I remember watching Patrick and thinking, He charmed everyone. He'd find a way in and make you just fall in love with them. As soon as we started dancing, it was just like... (sighs) It was important. Looks good, doesn't it? The film will also tackle Swayze's personal life, talking to his wife about what he was like when the cameras weren't rolling. Swayze, of course, passed away from pancreatic cancer in 2009. I Am Patrick Swayze airs on the Paramount Network on August 18th, what would have been his 67th birthday. It's been 10 years since he died. I can't believe it's been that long. 
And you I just hear it. his voice again, and you get uh, right back to a certain place, and then to watch clips from Ghost and oh, Two yeah. Wong Fu and, 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 and um, Demi Moore is talking about he's beautiful and gentle and senu- sensuous as they're showing, you know, the famous, you know, this the clay the, scene. throwing the clay yeah. oh. when he's behind her. This is going to be a great documentary. Yeah. And if people don't know Paramount Network, you should have access to it if you have cable. It's a really great network. We were talking about the Waco docu-series, not docu-series, but the Waco television series that, that was, was on a couple years ago. The Taylor Catch. It was yeah. so great. That was just last summer. Was it last summer? It was just last summer that oh, that wow. was on. And then Yellowstone, yeah, Kevin, Kevin Costner. Costner, that airs on uh, Paramount Network. And it's the old Spike TV. Yeah. So I... I, I for Set sure. your DVR August 18th. August 18th. Anyway, oh, I love And then Point Break. Did they get Keanu Reeves? Mm-hmm. Part of the Keanu Sons. Yeah. I hope that he had something to say about his former co star. I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised because that movie was like, that was kind of like for both of them. Right. It was a huge a point. Iconic. Yeah. Okay. So, um, anyway, it is kind of bittersweet to, you know, See that, but I mean, anytime Dirty Dancing is, um, yeah, that's a must-watch. I just have to stop and watch. And then you're moving and gyrating with him and Jennifer Grey. Yeah, and then in Ghost, uh, oh. I always forget that the bad guy is Tony Goldwyn from Scandal. I know it. I've been hating him since I was a kid. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know it. It's so true. But oh. he looked like such a dweeb in that movie. Yeah, and Whoopi Goldberg, Otome Brown, Amazing. Molly. You did she win girl. the Oscar yes, she for that? Did. Best she supporting did. actress. Yeah, she was so great. That's that movie doesn't get old. Mm-mm. They turned it into a Broadway musical. Mm. Not as good. We did see the tour of it. You did. Yeah, it was a non-equity tour. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah, I, I believe I was invited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just, invited. I was invited, but I what didn't is, go. That is some shade, Lori. Oh my gosh! No, there is one really great song that the Demi Moore character sings in. It's a nice yeah. ballad. Not everything needs to be turned, turned into a, a musical. Broad, yeah. No, I do love me some Broadway. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Well, Ghost. you know who celebrated um, real quickly last night their 38 years of being married? Terry Crews and his wife they had an anniversary party. Stevie Wonder was there. Oh. He performed. And all I got to say is uh, Terry on his uh, Insta did a photo of he and his wife 30 years ago. And then 30 years later, all I got to say is talk about a glow up. Those right. two are looking good. Nice. And I love Terry Crews. He's a great guy. He is a great guy. And I love that they had an over-the-top, uh, it was at the Beverly Hills for Ooh, a season. That's a lovely hotel. I've been there many times. They had a replica of the of her bouquet and the wedding cake mm. and an impressive guest list. So congratulations, you crazy kids. 30 years. 30 years. All right, listen, when we come back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Random, randomness. Random, randomness. Where are we going? Well, let's start with Target. I saw this in the business section of the Star Tribune today. And uh, if you really, I mean, honestly, Target has been doing 20 years of fashion collaborations. I can't believe that it's been 20 20 years. years. And I think like anyone, almost all of us have bought something here or there from I mean, there was a designer. Who was the designer? The uh, not Christian Dior, I don't think. They've had some pretty big ones. Not Christian Dior. No, um, 
It was another designer. Anyway, I got a I got a lunch, but Oscar de la Renta. That's right. They did, and I got an Oscar de la Renta lunch bag that's flat with vinyl inside that I use as a makeup bag because it's like it's kind of like a box, kind a of a box thing. thing. And then I remember I got my mom like one of the fabric handbags, Oscar, Oscar de, la de la Renta. So I mean, we do remember it. So the, uh, I mean. Zach Posen, Lily Pulitzer, Masoni. Remember that one sold out right away. People were going crazy. The Jason Wu, the Rodarts, just to name a few. So um, as 2019 marks two decades of Target's top-selling collabs, uh, they are going to release a 20th anniversary collection featuring 300 limited edition items from all of the past collaborations starting September 14th. You can buy five items per size and color from the collection while supplies, while supplies last. Which well, means- while supplies last, like put that like a little star behind it because these things always go fast. But so fast, I think like it, it seems like in the past couple of years that Target has been moving away from these collaborations. They had that Vineyard Vines thing this summer with the little pink whale. That seemed that kind of was like had a lot of hot clearance rack items yeah. on that one. I don't think it was as hot as they thought it was going to Why be. Don't but they make more of these since they sell out. I don't understand the limiting the price. You know, having availability. Why don't Why don't they have more? than that I give don't, it to I'm, all of us yeah exactly i think they want the hype around it so that yeah. we wait in line and that we're there early in the morning and then you're going to get your oscar de la renta lunch but then box. it's all sold out and i know it's annoying it is <laughs> all right well anyway i hope target can bring back a lot of inventory because that's kind of fun so september 14th yay I got a stat that says now i don't i assume that you've done this Lori. that you've taken a solo trip just on your own without anybody. You're. I, have you been a solo traveler? I have. Where did you go? I went to Paris once for a week by myself. I'm trying to think where else I've gone by myself. I've gone to uh, Chicago by myself, uh, Los Angeles, New York. Yeah, Boston. Yeah. I've gone. You've you know. gone to like a lot of places because it's on the rise. There's this new statistic that says that solo female travel has increased. By 52% just in the past year. Well, I would always add trips onto a business trip when I was at Carlson Companies. Smart. And just so I could go and see and do something in that city or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's how I ended up accidentally doing my solo traveling was adding it to a business <laughs> trip. A business experience. Yeah, yeah. But it is. So this is on the rise. There are actually some pretty cool Instagrammers and people to travel along with because... It's it's becoming increasingly accessible for people. And that stat, that that has increased by 52% since last summer. That means just people are feeling empowered and going to feel yourself. And I'd love to do like a big solo trip on my own. Yeah. I went backpacking in Japan by myself, but then I also, I went and tagged along with a group of people. Okay. So it was like, okay, this company took care of all the logistics and you went with a group. Was it like Contiki Holidays? Kind of. Kind it of was was act- it a young person? Because some of those tour companies, you got to be under 26. I know Contiki is one of them. And they're loose. So you can be sort of independent yep. and then join the group. I think the one that I did was called Intrepid Travel. Yeah. And they, they're out of Australia. And I just went into the travel agent one day and I said, I'm going to leave here with a trip totally booked. 
Let's go. Yeah. That was so much fun. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it is. It is. It is kind of, I mean, even though it feels a little bit scary, you're like, oh, what am I going to do by myself for however many hours? Yeah. I don't know. I always think like if you go to a big city, one of, and you've never been there before, get, do the hop on, hop off bus. They're cheesy as all get out. But But you get a lay of the land. You figure out where you are in the city and it is kind of. It's cool. I think I did one of those in Berlin. Yes, my it friend, helps you figure out what to do. Yeah, because I'm like, where the heck like, am, am I? I? And my friends are like all hungover, and I'm ready to go and see the city, so I'm getting my butt on a bus, and I'm yeah, going to go so and check think, it out. I think that that is a good thing to do, and also, I guess, you know, to visit a museum. Yes. It's a good thing to do on by yourself. Usually in every place you go, there's a tall building or someplace that you can go and you can see the sites. Yeah. Anyway. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. like that. I like that idea. I also liked uh, uh, reading in the news this morning that the family of the little boy who was thrown off the third floor at the Mall of America oh, has yeah. been released from the hospital oh. and is into rehab. Oh, that's such good news. Yeah. But yeah. what a long, I mean, he's been in the hospital, that poor little kid. Yeah. Um, and he's had like 15 medical procedures, but the family, uh, they've been like, you wouldn't think that you would say, oh, I'm not going to, I'm so worried about my kid, but they've like updated the public and they've not shared everything, but they've like let people know because that story got picked up all around the world because it's yeah. so horrific. Well, yeah. And, and just the fact that the kid has survived yeah. and now he's out of the hospital yeah. he's gonna need some rehab they yeah. caught the person who did right. it right. he's gonna face some serious consequences oh that's such good news because yeah, i've forgotten about that story so it, it is oh very nice what do you think about artificial flavor like colors in your food uh, you know what i i never used i've never i never used to even think about it i used to gleefully color my mom's uh i'd love it when she'd let me color the frosting and squeeze in the red or the green drops you know but it's probably a bad thing yeah kind of i don't i don't think i eat a lot of food anymore that has food coloring but i guess dots has food coloring oh they oh that's probably my favorite red dots coloring (laughs) but this is it's interesting to think about all the foods that you eat with artificial coloring and and then what we those, don't even know, do we, we? Yeah, we just don't even know. And then once that artificial coloring is taken out of the foods we love, how terrifying these foods actually look to our eye because there's these freezy pops, otters pops. They decided to take out all the artificial food coloring in their pops, and now they're just like this, like poop yellow. Oh, and now consumers are mad. They're like, "Where the heck is my neon blue popsicle?" Because blue raspberry doesn't exist in nature. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> It doesn't, so it's actually not that color, but um, people are taking pictures of all of these freezy pops and are just like, what the heck is going on with my pop? Yeah, that's like... Um, it looks like somebody took sewage and, and froze, it, froze it and then sold it, but that's what food really looks like. I mean, is, how, is food coloring that bad for you? I don't, I mean, I, 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 mean, I, I eat the- it. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Greater scheme of things. I mean, I'm not really worried about that. I maybe for the kids, maybe for I mean, I mean, yeah. look at the two of this us talking why, about that. This is why <laughs> this is why McDonald's experiment with bubble gum flavored broccoli didn't go very well. When the heck did that happen? I don't know, but they try that whenever they were trying to get kids to eat uh, healthy. I don't know if it ever really came out. The child testers were confused by the taste. Mm-hmm. McDonald's has so there are child testers. Yeah, for. That's it's like they're oh gosh. So they had bubblegum flavored broccoli to try and get the kids to eat the broccoli. That's so sick. Just let the kids come to the broccoli when they want to, when they're a nice 45 years old and they drink black coffee and have all the bitter receptors on the tongue. That's nasty. Doesn't that sound bad? That sounds bad. It's just like the first oranges weren't really orange. They were green. What do you mean? Well, the... The original oranges from Southeast Asia called tangerine pomelo hybrids were actually green. Um, so what the orange came later as they ripened. I'm, my mind is just blown right now. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. even know. What to, the first oranges know. weren't orange. They were green. They're not colored, but they were, you know, anyway. Well, this is the kind of crap that like they tried to sell to us when we were kids in the 90s where there was like, oh, you know what? Maybe we want kids to eat ketchup. So I know what we're going to do. We're going to make it purple. Yes. Oh, God. Did like did Casey's kids were they into that nasty I, crap? I I all I know is his daughter ate the same lunch uh, every day uh, of her entire, you know, like K through 12. What was it? A salami sandwich with with, you know, mayo. Oh, so the a brown packet sh- of chips. The brown sugar doesn't fall far from yeah. the tree. And from apple. The- <laughs> And an apple juice. <laughs> I wonder where she got her taste in food. <laughs> Casey. I know. It. Oh. Here's my last random. Scotland has 420 word, 421 words for snow. Why don't we? We got to work on that. Yeah, we do. All right. Listen, we come back. Oh, we got some TV news for you people. Oh, oh what a time to be alive. Chris Pine to play that noted news heartthrob Walter Cronkite in a new movie that's been announced. It's called News Flash. He's going to play, yes, that old hound dog Walter Cronkite. I just was he trying to. Is he a noted hound dog? No, Walter Cronkite. No, he isn't. I'm just saying. I mean, Seth Rogen was initially. I mean, isn't that like the most random cross casting? You go from Seth Rogen. To then Hottie Pine, well, like you're just like what? So the, the the what this movie is really covering is it's going to be written by Ben Jacoby and it recounts the events of November twenty second, nineteen sixty three. And if you know your history, you know that is the date that JF President Kennedy was assassinated. So it's going to be this kind of look at how all the news stations covered the assassination. And how Walter I'm, Cronkite became the most trusted man of America because yeah. wasn't he the one that broke the news yes. that the president had died? I believe so. Or had been killed. I'm kind of obsessed with the Kennedys. I'm yeah. already looking forward to this movie. Did you are, did you read the Stephen King book, 112263? 
I did not, and even Julia read that thick wow. book. I loved what? it. It's yeah. one of my favorite Kings. And Casey has read it too, and I love Stephen King. Oh I need God. to you read that to. book on a you vacation. You will breeze right through it. Yeah. It's a, I mean, if I can read it it's that fast. It's a reimagining of that day. Yeah, it's kind of a... Um, the, the central character is an English teacher that ends up getting sucked back into time to see if he can prevent it from happening. So he ends up getting sucked into this portal in this cafe. And it's really beautiful. Did you really watch beautiful. the miniseries? I did. Not as good. Read Not as book. good because I didn't see James Franco as that character. It's on Hulu. It was one of Hulu's first, if not the first show mm-hmm. on Hulu. So I applaud the effort. And it was yeah. good for a miniseries. But I think the casting of Franco was, was, wrong. Not, was wrong. Yeah. Holly, did you read that book? I watched the Hulu series. So okay. I don't have anything to base it on. Yeah. I thought it was thoroughly entertaining. And I love speculative fiction, time travel stuff, but Mm -hmm. I just, I don't, uh, okay, Chris Pine, sure. Well, the drama is also... your guy, Holly, isn't... He is my Hollywood boyfriend. He is our guy. We love him. We love Chris Pine. I like him. You know, my tolerance for Chris Pine, I can go to the point where he's a sexy vampire not wearing socks on the red carpet, you know, like that. That aesthetic is about my limit with Chris Pine, but, you know, maybe this will be... Something where he will be lauded during award season. I, you know, how was that show he did about the Black Dahlia? I only watched two episodes. The show was terrible. He was good. It was, and the girl in it was really the girl, the young girl. uh, She's somebody's daughter. She was really good. Olivia Hussey's daughter. Yes, Olivia Hussey's daughter. Thank you. She was like kind of like magnetic on the screen, and Chris Pine was very good. But they did not have good source material, as they say. Right. And um, I mean, Patty Jenkins, I think, directed some of it. She did, and I could see what they were going for, like maybe like how the sinner came off cinema, you know, like that kind of television or like a sharp objects, but it just was missing like Casey dropped out after like four episodes. He's like, I oh. am not watching this crap anymore. You if you get four in, you're usually all in. He just dropped out. Right. Yeah, he dropped out. <laughs> right. So Chris Pine, this movie is also uh Newsflash is gonna focus on Don Hewitt. Yes, that Don Hewitt, the guy who executive produces sixty minutes, because he was Walter Cronkite's producer. Oh. oh, okay. So um and Mark Ruffalo was going to play uh, Hewitt, but he isn't anymore. And so, um, anyway, Hollywood is excited about taking this solid look at television history and telling this story because they think it's going to be more interesting than people think. Well, and journalism is very different back then than it is nowadays. So, it'll be fascinating to see that angle of it. Yeah. I'm all forever fascinated by the Kennedys. Well, so we had another another sad thing happen in the Kennedys today. This was all yes. over Sersha or Sorsha. Sersha, like inertia. Kennedy Hill, the granddaughter of Robert F. Kennedy, died at the Kem- Kennedy compound in Hyannisport uh, yesterday. She was 22 years old. Um, she was the only child of Courtney Kennedy Hill, the fifth of Robert and Ethel Kennedy's children. And I think that Courtney, I think she died. This uh, Courtney Kennedy, I feel like she oh, tragically. She, yes. Uh, let's Let see. She look. is still alive. Oh, she is. She okay. is still alive. She's been married a couple of times, but I think this was her only child. Oh, I, I was thinking of Cara Kennedy, who died at 51 from like um, a heart attack. The film and television producer. Mm. Um, but anyway, uh, Robert's widow, Ethel, said, uh, you know, she's 91. She's still living in that house. And um, 
anyway, um, I, I don't know what happened there. She has been open, I guess, about um, depression and having struggles. She was in her last year at college. That's just Aww. that's just sad. My gosh, that family has had uh, so. Tragedy I mean, uh, less than tragedy. a less than a month after the anniversary of JFK Junior, yeah. and then Chappaquiddick. Uh, the New York Times did a whole piece on a timeline of tragedy, Kennedy family deaths. If you want to look back and kind of yeah. see everything that's happened to that family. So many. Yeah. Starting with Joe Kennedy, I guess, dying in World War II. Mm-hmm. Pilot. And then Rosemary with the, the lobotomy. lobotomy and that family. I know it. It's just kind of... Un, it's kind did of you watch Chappaquiddick, the movie? I did. I did it watch it. It was fascinating. It. it kind of was because yeah. it was such a cover-up. Right. It was such a cover. It certainly doesn't paint them very well. And the story, though, that did seem believable to me is that Mary Jo, who wanted to go home earlier, they were celebrating, you know, uh, Teddy's, you know, they were having a party for the staff that she had crawled in the back seat of that car Mm. and was sleeping. And uh, Teddy left with another woman and they didn't even know she was in the car. Right. Mm -mm. Oh, I, oh, and so that was kind of one of the things that it wasn't that necessarily that those who were having a thing, but that she was like, it was noisy in the party and she just went to lay down in the car. Right. Yeah. Anyway, who knows? Anyway, so that's Chris Pine. Love Island has been renewed. I can't believe it. I DVR it I every day. I haven't watched any of it yet. I've watched two episodes and it, it is, I don't know why I can't get into it. I can, I, my, my appetite for reality You is, love this kind of crap if you will (laughs) i've never watched love island british now my friend tom said you gotta the british version is so much more train wreck well Mm -hmm. that's what i was gonna say is that the british do just skanky television in a way (laughs) that the united states can never yeah reach it's got good streaming numbers and young women are watching it so i just five weeks of foreign or five nights in a row. I just, that's too much. It's too much. Well, too much it's every single That's night. like no. when Dancing with the Stars or The Voice have like a three-night affair. And I'm like, hate I don't got it. time for this. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, Absolutely hate it. This is a one-night only. So anyway, it's coming. That show is coming back. On The Sinner, uh, which was on USA Network and is coming back. Um, Season three. That's right. Matt Bomer and Chris Messina are going to be joining the cast, along with Bill Pullman coming back. Yeah, Bill Pullman is the the. Standard character. He's yeah. the detective, the flawed detective who really. But I has like a, that as a, th- a thread through all. Yes. It's, it's like an anthology, but you still have the one character. Yes, and this. he's solving it, and um, he's going to look for uh, Detective Harry Ambrose mm. to solve something for him. And Chris Messina is that the guy from? Sh- yeah, Sharp Objects. Sharp Objects. And he was also in Julie and Julia with Amy Adams. He's yeah. a great looking. I think he yeah. was also in the newsroom. Yeah. You know, the guy next door. You yeah. believe him all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, we don't know when that show is coming back, but that was great. That Center is a great show. Did you prefer the Jessica Biel season or the Carrie Coon season? I liked them both. I liked them both. I liked them both. Okay. I like an anth- like you said an anthology series with yeah. the one character. And you if you don't want to commit, you can just pick back next season. Exactly. Now, James Bar- Marsden, my um, mm. forever boyfriend. Oh, um, talk Louis about someone that doesn't age. Yeah, when he's really, he's like a tiny man. He's <laughs> he's so perfectly perfect. Not tall, though. No. Oh, he's petite? He is. He's but like he's my height. broad. 
You're taller than really? James Marsden. I'm five nine and three quarters. Everyone, yeah, if you're no, wondering. you're you're taller than Tom Cruise. You're, ta- yes, I you're am, tall. You're tall in sure. Hollywood. Paul. <laughs> Great. But James Marsden has shoulders. He's yeah. He, that's what counts. He's got such a beautiful face yes. and so he and amber heard are going to be in the remake of the stand i'm really excited about this but it's on cbs all access I know, which is Damn like it. i don't have a subscription to that but now i want to and i have full faith in the um you know Whoopi goldberg is going to be in it as well they haven't officially announced that but she's been tapped i think to play mother abigail and it's one of stephen king's Best, Best books. books. He's known for it. And apparently, I love that he's book. writing the final episode, which will be like a coda to the, his whole story that he's never written before and mm-hmm. kind of reshaping the ending. And then Josh Boone, who people know, he wrote um, the movie of The Fault. He directed The Fault in Our Stars, the movie version. He's writing and directing all this as well. He's a massive Stephen King fan. Oh so I gosh. trust that the. That this is, and that Amber this will Heard be good. got a job, you guys. I oh. don't. I just. She does nothing for me. Can I just put that out yeah. there? Please. What, she, ugh, yeah, there's, heard. there's a lot of people that she doesn't do anything for, and mostly De- Johnny Depp would be the number one. Speaking of Madsen, Martson, did you watch Dead to Me? I did. He Loved was, it. He was darling in that, yeah. even though he was a creep. Oh, oh, yes. But he, um, that's, that's, I love that show. I hope more people see it. And I'm, he was the only thing I liked in Westworld. His character. It. Haven't watched it. I hate watch it. Oh, or not even not really? even hate watch it. I just stupefy watch it because I couldn't tell you what the heck that show is about. It's kind of I, I don't even know. I know. <laughs> don't know. No, I know. I dropped out of that show, but the first season I was in it for James Marston character. I liked that, but then when it came back, I think I watched like two or three episodes, and I just was like. This show is giving me a headache. Yeah. I this isn't one that you do laundry it. as you're watching. No. no, no, because you try to focus because you're like, surely there is something some about point. Westworld. There is some point to it. There's there was- got to be a reason. Anthony Hopkins. I love Evan love Rachel him. Woods. I don't mind Tandy the sci-fi. Newton. Tandy is wonderful. Jeffrey Wright was excellent in that Ooh. show. And I'm like, okay, surely there's something yeah. that I'm not understanding about this. And I think it was just everything. That being said, I will totally watch season three. You will. And I will be stupefied by it again because now I'm frustrated. Now I'm mad at it. And I'm like, I want something. Because now you're hooked into it. And you're like, well, I need to have some closure. That's right. And I'm not going to get it. So I, oh. All right. I like it, you two. All right. When we come back, uh, we are going to Hollywood speak. Someone's idea of a perfect date. And uh, also... Let me give you one other thing that oh, we're going to Hollywood. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning oh, of this? What is the meaning of this? Let's start light, Holly and Paul. Let's start with Diane Kruger in a little interview with People Magazine this week. Mm. Uh, which, by the way, Hannah is on the cover and she says... Um, I'll tell you exactly what the cover says. Please it's so do. great. It's I won't marry a liar. And then... I agree with her. Good call. And then guess what TMZ got for us today? They camped their photographers outside of Hannah's apartment. And guess who's leaving her apartment real early, early in the morning? And they both just look like they had sex. Tyler. Mm. Tyler C. Ah. Oh, yeah. I can't believe it. Is he the windmill guy? No, that's Peter Pilot. Okay. Yeah. I didn't watch it. He was any one of the two. Season. I gave up a long he time ago. He picked Jed, the dog jingle guy who everybody hated. and he, They then, always do. Yeah, they always but, pick the one that everyone hates. Well, she learned he had a girlfriend. Well, yeah. they all do. 
No. Colton had a boyfriend. We and all know this. Anyway, Tyler, <laughs> Tyler, Tyler is who everyone wants. So anyway, I, okay. I like that TMZ is on that. So, okay, here we go. And you said Colton had a boyfriend? We're well, not, I'm not going. I can't go down this road. <laughs> I just, Holly I knows what I'm talking about. I know, but I, that's for Colleen and Bradley. They like their yeah, conspiracy that. theory. I got my tinfoil hat on. And always very speculative about sex. I notice. They like speculation, you know, yeah. sexual speculation, which, of course, you know. They want to get to what's real. Not Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Cynics. <laughs> Cynics. Really. Defend the true love, Lord. I am. <laughs> Defend. Okay. So Diane Kruger is in this issue of People Room with Hannah on the cover, and she's asked about her ideal date night. You know, they do those little blurbs. Oh, yeah. So here she says, ramen in bed. No. You'll know once you have a kid, date nights are usually best when they've had a lot of sleep and one-on-one time. So I got to be honest, those date nights are the best. Lock the bedroom door, take a bath, have ramen, and just... Now, I'm not a (laughs) parent yet, so I can't officially comment, but I feel like that's kind of a boring dinner for a date night. Uh, Like, is this like the college ramen that's a buck in a package and you throw it in the microwave quick, or do you got your chef just making really good ramen at home for you? It's not going to make you feel sexy, because that's a lot of sodium. I guess if you eat the ramen in the bath and Norman Reedus eats the noodles off your boobs... Ah! That could be no. exciting. Maybe. Oh, Maybe. That just He's not my type. <laughs> not my type. Surely there be ramen swirling and twirling. I'd form. rather have chocolate cake, to be yeah. quite honest. All right. oh. But, all right, that's, so, there you go. That's Diane Kruger's. Uh, Trying now, to sound relatable. Okay, fine. Okay, yeah, really. Okay, so, uh, CBS, uh, last year at this time, we were mm-hmm. finding out what a true pig Les Moonves was when his career imploded. And we learned about the toxic culture they had going on at CBS. It wasn't just happening at Ugh. NBC, but as the CBS president, he nurtured and really um, created probably who knows how many kinds of monsters. Oh, oh, yeah. Because that came from the top down. It yes. was a top down thing. And Michael Weatherly at NCIS, and then Bull, Bull. excuse me, Bull got the memo, because um, they threw a lot of money into that show mm-hmm. and all of that, and eventually, though, Elijah Dushku appeared on several episodes connecting with the people, but Weatherly harassed her, harassed her, and CBS ended up paying her $9.5 million. Not enough. Okay, but I mean, that means it was egregious to pay that much money. She wrote an op-ed dealing with the failure of bull producers and CBS and dealing with it in real time. So even though it costs, whether these actions cost CBS 9.5, they didn't pull the show. No. Or fire him, right? Steven Spielberg's company, Amblin Entertainment, did leave the show as one of the main producers, so they're out. But CBS, CBS has a bad problem with this, because Mark Harmon yes. 
you know, that whole thing with Polly uh, Perrette, like they have bad people, like yeah. they're actors and they keep them on and they don't care. This is a bad PR move for CBS. Well, under a barrage of criticism at the Television Critics Association press tour yesterday, CBS execs defended Michael Weatherly. Um, they said, listen, we're, uh, uh, Weatherly is remorseful and apologetic. And he was remorseful and apologetic when the settlement happened. Glad it didn't come out of his paycheck. And um, uh, what CBS has decided to do for the star of the show, who asked a coworker to the point where she had to leave and they had to pay her almost $10 million because people still watch the show. He, they are doing this. He is undergoing leadership training. <laughs> and I'm putting that in quotation. Yeah. And the showrunner is receiving coaching. Oh, mm-hmm. mm, that'll do it. Bros protect protect bros yes, at do. CBS. That's what's happening. And there are reasons like it, the show does too well to take it off the air. What? Who's watching it? I don't and know. do you not have enough faith in your up and coming programming that you can't get rid of your, one of your favorites and set some standards? I guess what it means is that advertisers continue to support the show. Right. And See, that's the thing. If advertisers were to pull, they would be off the air. They they did, and I think Weatherly's actions have nothing to do with. Leadership. No, no, they don't care. It's lack of character and yeah. ethics and many other things. But anyway, good luck I don't with watch that. It. Okay, now this is a story that sounds like really bad when you read it. Sharon Stone's oldest son files to take her name. Sounds like it's just going to be terrible. He doesn't want to be a Bronstein anymore. He hates his dad. Oh. This is immediately what I thought. No, what does he want to do? Her oldest son just wants to have both of his parents' name on his name so that he is Rowan Joseph Bronstein Stone. That's well, that delightful. Makes sense. Isn't That's that? lovely. He wants both of his parents' surnames. He's 19 years old. He'll have to pay like, you know, $250 to change that. I know the feeling. When but, we got know, married, we added both of our names and it's been yeah. flop. Yeah, I remember when... Um, they got divorced not long after she got on the private visit at the L.A. Mm. Zoo, the Komodo Dragon. Oh, and the toad. He <sighs> almost lost his foot. That's right. Because it got infected. He got mm. attacked. They let him go in the... The Komodo what? Dragon, one of the most dangerous... Why would you do that? Lizards on the planet. I mean... Aye, that story aye, is aye. legendary. Why do we remember the fact that Sharon Stone's ex-husband almost got a foot gnawed off by a Komodo because Dragon? Because broke up like a month later. He was like... <laughs> Like, uh, that's my birthday present? Are you trying to kill me? <laughs> yeah, she was. I was going to say, was. what was your insurance policy like there? She right? didn't have her ice pick handy, and they had yeah. to go Komodo oh, Dragon. And in, in uh, news that really did does surprise me, it didn't surprise any of us. I mean, we could all see it coming. The Woodstock 50 was going to uh, not... Implode? Yeah, implode, because they didn't have the slightest event idea how to do it. But apparently all the money... That was set aside for paying the artists was put in escrow with these. All the artists are going to get paid. Well, that's good. But doesn't that surprise you guys? Not learn anything from the fire festival. They didn't get paid. These guys are getting paid. Big difference. I think that this was a post fire festival negotiation. And that they had it in their in contract con- yes. that way it was pay or play or one of those things to where use it was their name yeah. to sell tickets. Exactly. And it was like, if you're going to market this with me in it, I'm just going to get a payday whether you like it or not. Now, yeah, each artist was paid in advance and the money was held in escrow until the festival happened 
or it was canceled. With it being canceled, everyone getting paid, the Black Keys are the only one not getting paid because they pulled out shortly after the announcement. But Jay-Z, Dead & Company, The Killers, Miley Cyrus, Imagine Dragons, Chance the Rapper, Halsey, and The Raconteurs will all be getting paid. So not everybody on the bill, but all those people. Those are some big names that even took that on. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right, Holly. That is exactly it. They... You're not going to use my name to sell tickets and then not pay me because mm-hmm. you're going to rip us, rip people off in the money. All right, very good. Listen, we will be back. We got some Hollywood news to share with you. Keep hanging out.